Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Uh, it's it's November right now. The wife is already watching uh, the Hallmark Channel, which is ridiculous. It's unnecessary roughness. She's already like fully invested in Hallmark Channel movies. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Presented by the Jewelers of Las Vegas. The shows are the same every single time. It's one of the things that drives me crazy is that channel. On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter what episode it is. It doesn't matter what the setting is. They're all the same. Here's your boy Q. Q. So that's how we're going to start the show today, huh? That's how we're going to roll in on a Wednesday. We're going to roll in with Jingle Bells. And we're going to roll in with Hallmark Movies. Boy, it's going to be a hell of a show we got going on this afternoon for you. This is Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. My man Jared in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. You know, I should have known because he told me, and let me go ahead and take you behind the scenes real quick, Raider Nation. He told me I made a bunch of rejoins. I made some opens. Let's go. And I said, yeah, I'm sure you did a great job. And he said, well, we'll see about that. And I kind of paused and thought, that's funny. Why would you say something like that? And he said, well, it's my last day, meaning Ari will be back tomorrow. So I thought, okay, well, he's just going to go out with a bang. Like he's just trying to, you know, just trying to really put his foot into it and, and come back with the best production and really show out a little bit. And then I hear Hallmark Channel, and I hear Jingle Bells. It is November 8th. Can we get – can we cut the turkey? Can we eat some ham? Can we have some of our relatives that we really don't want at our house? Can we have some of them over first before we start worrying about Jingle Bells and all this other stuff? Unbelievable. I got six more. <laughs> Lovely. Boy, I can't wait. Can you hear the thrill, the enthusiasm in my voice? Well, I am enthusiastic about the show that we got lined up for you. I'm enthusiastic about that show each and every day. That's a lot of fun to be with you for the next three hours, as we always do. Again, my man Jared's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio trying to show out a little bit this afternoon. I'm at the home studio. We like to call it Studio Q. And, of course, it's being brought to you by the Jewelers of Las Vegas. Check them out at thejewelers.com. Got plenty to get to on the show today that is not Hallmark-related, uh, but is all Raiders-related as we turn the page. It is officially week 10, right? We're officially looking ahead at what's up next for the Silver and Black, and that is the New York Jets. Uh, we're done with the New York Giants. That was fun. That was nice. It was good to see a win. Antonio Pierce give him his flowers for game one uh, and give the team their, their flowers. But as they got back to practice today, they got back on the grass. They're going to have the locker room open a little while longer, or a little bit later, actually, I should say, this hour. Matter of fact, almost 3 o'clock, they're going to open up the locker room, uh, which obviously I cannot be there as I'm here doing a radio show. But uh, they've turned the page, so we turn the page. And all, you know, all, all focus is on Week 10 action against the New York Jets. So uh, that's what we're going to do here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. And how we do that, coming up at 2.30, Vic Tafer from The Athletic uh, wrote, a, wrote a really good piece. Him and, and Tashawn Reed came together on a really good piece that they put out in The Athletic about Antonio Pierce, how Antonio Pierce went from undrafted player to Super Bowl champ to Raiders interim coach. So uh, we'll talk to him about that. Plus we'll talk to him about what I just mentioned, turning the page. Right, the first game was nice. It was nice to get that uh, energy boost. A lot of times, and I say it all the time, is that when a team has some kind of adversity, they make some kind of changes. You kind of always see that team rally around that guy, or rally around a group of guys, or just come together, and you start to see a hell of a performance. Okay, now that you had that, can you sustain that? Can you bring that same energy? Can you bring that same want to? Can you bring that same everything that you brought last week? Can you do that Sunday night 
against the New York Jets? Well, we'll find out sooner rather than later. So Vic Tafer will join us to talk all things Raiders, and then uh, we'll let him go right before the locker room opens uh, because he will be heading in there as he's at the Intermountain Health Performance Center. Uh, he was checking out Raiders practice and also was there to talk to head coach Antonio Pierce, as I was as well earlier uh, this afternoon or actually earlier this morning about 11 o'clock Pacific time. Coming up at, t- at, at 3 o'clock, Dan Leberfeld from uh, Jets Confidential. He'll give us our first like look at the New York Jets who are coming off that loss to the Chargers on Monday Night Football. They lost 27-6. to uh, There's a lot of conversations going on in New York about should they make a quarterback change. Uh, they, they can't score enough points. They have the defense to get it done. They have the run game to get it done, but they don't have the trigger man to get it done. So we'll ask him about the quarterback. Uh, we'll ask him about the injuries that they're dealing, especially upon, uh, along the offensive line. Uh, the offensive line that gave up eight sacks on Monday Night Football to the Chargers. I don't think all eight were on the offensive line. I think some of those were on Zach Wilson as he was uh, holding on to the ball a little bit longer than he had to or he should have. But uh, we'll get all things Jets with Dan Leberfeld, uh, Jets Confidential, coming up at 3 o'clock. Then at 3.30, Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports. She joins us each and every Wednesday around that time, and she'll talk to us about the Raiders, what she saw in the first game under Antonio Pierce, uh, what she's expecting moving forward under Antonio Pierce, the Jets game coming up on uh, Sunday Night Football at Allegiant Stadium, and also we'll focus in on some UNLV as well. Uh, The Running Rebels, the basketball squad, they're back in action tonight. They're taking on Southern. Uh, That'll be at the Thomas and Mack Center, so we'll ask her about that, uh, what her thoughts are on the Running Rebels and uh, what they've got going on this year and their expectations as You know, they played pretty well last year. They had moments that they were really good. They had moments that they would like to have back. But uh, what are the expectations for Kevin Kruger and his team? And then also we'll talk about the football team that will be in action at Allegiant Stadium on Friday as they take on Wyoming. And Wyoming is one of the better teams in the Mountain West. Uh, They're going to be a tough out. So we'll see uh, what she thinks about that game on Friday. So there's so much action going on in town. You've got the Running Rebels playing tonight at the Thomas and Mack. You've got the Rebels on the football field playing at Allegiant Stadium on Friday. You've got the Raiders playing on, uh, on Sunday, Sunday night football. There is a lot going on in and around Las Vegas, so it's exciting uh, to be around here. So uh, Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports, she'll join us at 3.30. Those are the guests that we have. We'll also hear from head coach Antonio Pierce, uh, interim head coach Antonio Pierce, as we had an opportunity to catch up with him uh, earlier today. And uh, one more sound bite, one more sound from the Raiders locker room from uh, Sunday, Trey Tucker. We never got a chance to get to him, so I want to make sure we do that before uh, before the week is, well, too far along. And uh, we really should have got to him yesterday, but we didn't. But he had a nice big catch, and he's a guy that's got a lot of speed Speed, and I'd like to see that speed incorporated more into the uh, the offense of the Raiders. So we'll hear from Trey Tucker throughout the course of the show as well. But we got a lot to get to, as we always do. Very excited about the opportunity to be with you again. Vic Tafer at 2.30, Dan Leberfeld, 3 o'clock, Paloma Villacana at 3.30. With all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m., is brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. And off top, I got I to gotta, I gotta address a couple of these text messages that we've already received on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R. And I'm sure Jared will really appreciate this. Sir Whiskey Ray, Q, is it possible to do a remote get-together and watch the Hallmark Channel over hot whiskey and wings? That's from Sir Whiskey Ray. And uh, the answer in the short term, No. <laughs> no, there is not a way to do that. We are not watching Hallmark channels. We are not doing any of that stuff. Now, we can watch we can watch football. We can have some whiskey. We can eat some wings. But we're not doing anything Hallmark channel related. Uh, also got a text from Hardcore Raider. Best intro ever. I'm dying laughing my ass off. That's Hardcore Raider. 
Hardcore Raider also said, Q is like Scrooge, bah humbug, LOL. I have been known to be that guy. I promise you. There's not too many holidays that I'm a big fan of. I'll tell you that right now. Not a big fan of Thanksgiving. Not a big fan of Christmas. Not a big fan of any of these days. It's just a whole lot of money that's being wasted that you can spend all year long anyway. Thanksgiving is kind of cool because you have people come over to your house. But the problem is they don't really know when it's time to leave. <laughs> right? So a lot of times, and not really here. Being here, it's different. But when we were in Texas, we had so many family members. You know, it's like you invite the ones that you really don't want to invite, but they'll get their feelings hurt if you don't invite them. And then they're the ones that stay the longest. Nah, that's the ones I'm talking about. So not really here. Here, we, you know, we have a limited amount of family, so it's pretty cool to have uh, you know, friends and family over. But when we were in Texas, man, we, we always had a lot. And then on top of that, to take it a step further, not only did we have a lot of family and friends that came over, but then that means that we had to have a ton of food. And we'd always get way too much or cook way too much. And I say cook, not me. The wife would cook it. But it'd be way too much, and then what would happen? Everyone would leave. Nobody would take all the food. And then we're stuck with, like, ham for months. We're stuck with turkey for months. Nobody wants to eat it after, like, day two. So it's just a whole lot of, of waste. And so, yeah. So I, I – um, I was given the name, the, the Scrooge, and uh, Ball Humbug and all that, and I wear it. I wear it with pride. So there you go. Not mad at that at all. One more quick text. This one from the 707. Hey, Q, about a week ago I texted in and said how I'm not sure I could watch much more of this, even without missing a single game in over 20 years. Well, I feel renewed and excited to see what's next. I can't imagine how refreshed the locker room feels. I know we don't bash the old coach much on the radio, especially being so fresh. But, man, I can't wait to hear what some of these players have to say about McDaniels in the future. That's from the 707. And, yeah, I mean, it's not really about bashing the, the old coach. It's just so obvious now, right, looking back on it, it's so obvious on how much of a damper he was. And I can't remember how many people I've told and who I've talked to about this, but just to know that one guy could bring an organization – bring a fan base, bring, you know, media members, bring so, so much, like, darkness to, you know, to one group. It just it's, – it's wild. And you don't really realize how dark it is until the darkness is gone. Then all of a sudden you see the light and you're like, whoa, <laughs> that's bright. So, yeah, it's not really about bashing them. It's just, like you said, it's renewed. It's fresh. It's different. And I don't know how long it's going to last. You know, we'll learn a lot about what's going on moving forward with the interim head coach, with the interim offensive coordinator, with the interim GM when adversity hits. They haven't had adversity yet, right? They beat, the, they beat the Giants pretty easily. So when adversity hits, we'll see what happens, right? We'll see what happens when, I don't know, heaven forbid, they lose a game. They lose a game, then we'll see what it looks like. But with that being said, just to walk through Allegiant Stadium parking lot on the way to uh, the stadium and do the pregame, pregame show on Sunday against the Giants and hear Raider Nation excited, uh, see the fan base out there, you know, piling up in, in Lot J as they were getting their tailgate going, hearing the music. I mean, it just, it just felt different. So, no, you're absolutely right, and I don't think that that is bashing the, the old coach at all. It's just the reality of it, so that's truth. And like I said, as long as we're fair, that's all that really matters at the end of the day. I, always, I have no problem ever being fair when it comes down to it. But thank you for that text. I do appreciate you. So, with that being said, I always like to bring a topic or two to the show, and, of course, you can always veer away and you can talk about whatever you want, and that's how it is. We'd love to hear from you, Raider Nation, at 702-365-9200, and as many of have already chimed in on the don'tbebroke.com text line, 69187, keyword R&R. I asked Antonio Pierce earlier in the, uh, in the press conference, I asked him about what he wants – this team to be known for and, and known about, you know, and just what, kind of like what the message is. And, and, and what I really mean is, you know, there's going to be people that talk about 
the Raiders. They're going to talk about the Raiders in a good way, a bad way, ugly way, whatever, or they or nonchalant or not really care. But I wanted to know what he wanted the narrative to be when it came to the Las Vegas Raiders that their head coach, their interim head coach, is Antonio Pierce. So what is that message? This is what he had to say. First and foremost, just a mentally tough team. You know, a team that, that you see out there saying, damn, that's how football's supposed to be played. Running the ball, stopping the run, having fun, doing it as a team, and more importantly, like, the love and passion for the game. I hope that when you if, you, if you never get to come to one of our games in the stadium, that when you watch on television, like, damn, them dudes love ball. They love ball. They love playing for one another. And if I can get that, uh, I've, I've accomplished one of my goals. So there you go. There's interim head coach Antonio Pierce responded to the question I asked about just what does he want a Raiders team that's led by him to be known for. And I don't think you could ask for anything more than that. And the best part of that answer is what you didn't hear. I asked the question, and Jared, how long of a pause was it? About three seconds? Three seconds that, that, that maybe felt like eight or nine seconds? Like, you know, it's one of those where – when you ask a question in a media-type session in a press conference time room, it's usually an immediate answer. You usually get a, well, this is what we're going to do. You know, hey, what's, what about stopping the run, coach? Well, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Like, it's usually really a quick response. But with this one, there was a pause. There was a look down. There was a look back up. And I don't want to say it was emotional. It's probably, probably putting too much on it. But you could tell it's something that meant something to him. And that's why the question and the res- or the response to the question was even better because you knew that it was from the heart. It wasn't something that he picked up off the you know off the film floor. Not you know it's not something that he walked out of the coach's room. He's like coaching cliche number three. Let's pick it up. Take it with me. Like that wasn't the case. It was from the heart, and that's what I could appreciate. So with that being said, I ask you Raider Nation because you are you are the heart. You are the soul. You live this every day. You wear Raider Nation on your sleeve. You wear that. That, uh, that, that shield on your sleeve, on your chest, hell, on your body, right? I mean, just representing all the time. So what do you want this Raiders team to be known as? Like when people talk about the Raiders, that may not be Raiders. It might not be Raider fans. May not, they, hell, they might be Raider haters. But what do you want them to know about you? And when I say you, I mean the Raiders, right? Because I know that Raider Nation is all locked in like, hey, you know, one, 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 one sound, one soul, right? Whatever the case may be. So what do you want the outside world when they think about this Raiders team, this 2023 team, not what happened the first eight weeks. I'm talking about week nine, the rest of the way. What do you want to have be known, right? What, what do you want that message to be? And, hell, maybe there could be a part of that could be the first eight weeks, right? Maybe there's a message inside the message. But I want to, I want to hear from you. 702 365, 9200, as we turn the page from the Giants' victory to Week 10 action, New York Jets, Allegiant Stadium in prime time, Sunday night football. 702-365-9200, the don'tbebroke.com text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Let's go out to the phone lines, talk to our guy, Stove. Stove, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? All right, Q. So, uh... It took Raider Nation a whole long time to, to stop talking about Derek Carr. Uh, we may almost be there. I'm not sure if we're there yet. Uh, it, it may take us a while to stop talking about Josh McDaniels, and, it, and it's kind of for, for, for different reasons. The, uh, you know, the more we learn about that, that team meeting and the more we kind of learn about what we thought was really going on there, 
the worse it looks for Josh McDaniels. And and the part of it that I just can't can't get over as as a as a guy who's been hired, I've been fired, I've done you know lived all those things. He's made the same mistakes in Las Vegas that he made in Denver. And I live in Denver, and when we hired him, the, the Bronco fans here were saying, you're going to hate this guy. He's going to be the worst thing to ever happen to you. And all I kept thinking about is he was 32 years old when he was here. He's 40-something years old in Vegas. He has to have grown. He has to have learned that, that what he did then doesn't work now. And, and kind of tying into your point for, you know, what do we want to know about what is the Raider Nation? We are the most loyal, passionate. We want to see you go out there and give 185%. And if you lose, you lose. We were all so pumped up last year after losing that game to the 49ers because Jared Stidham went out there and played like a quarterback. If we're going to win, that's obviously great. And if we lose, that obviously sucks. But if we lose by giving it everything we've got, and it sure feels like Pierce is going to make that happen, we, we, we can live with that. Maybe we need to get more talent. Maybe we need to get another pass rusher on the other side of Max. Maybe all those things need to happen. But if we go out there and leave it all on the field like Amik Robertson does every single week, the Raider Nation can live with that because we just want the effort. And, and just kind of tying this up, I, I, I wish the best for Ziegler and McDaniels and whatever, whatever they do. They got enough money. But, but I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Antonio Pierce. Every soundbite he says is better than the one before. Have a great day, Q. All right, good call, good call. Appreciate the passion, man. I really do, and I feel like that this is a conversation and, and a day that, uh, you know, it's okay to be passionate and, and get fired up and, you know, let your feelings out, and that's okay, right? Uh, you're right about that meeting. We're learning more and more about it, even though what we heard on Sunday might not necessarily be 100% accurate, but I'm sure that there's a lot of, a lot of uh, truths into what we heard on Sunday from Jay Glazer. Max Crosby was on the Bustle with the Boys podcast with Will Compton and said that everything didn't quite go the exact uh, the exact same way that it went down. So uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You know, the more that we hear, but I can appreciate the passion. And sometimes, as I mentioned, Tigers don't change their stripes. You know, I, I thought that I gave Josh Daniels an opportunity. I thought that you know he would have grown over the ten years because most of us do. But clearly, he hasn't changed from who he was. So I mean, it's it's a lesson learned, but it's nothing that we would have known until you know it. And now everyone knows it. Let's uh, let's go out to Passionate Raider. Speaking of passion, what's on your mind, dude? <laughs> what up, man? Hey, that was a great call, man. He kind of stole my thunder and everything I wanted to say to you. But, you know, I heard that question today by Antonio Pierce. And when he froze up, Q, I froze up, Q, because I felt that. I know what he was feeling, and I know he didn't want to say nothing because he wanted to say the right thing because he knows how serious this is to us, Q. I've been saying it and saying it and saying it, and I don't want to say I told you so, Q, but you know how I am, man. I, I sometimes, I, I've learned, and you guys are teaching me, to, you know, not to be so vulgar at times. But, you know, sometimes when, when it's something that we really love and we're really passionate about, you know, it hurts. And, and, and Josh did more than just mess the Raiders team up for me, man. He, he, he messed with my emotions, man. And he messed with a lot of Raider Nation's emotions. And a lot of stuff that's come out, you know, it, we see this and this. But to me... We knew, I knew from the get-go it wasn't going to work. He wasn't a Raider. So I can look over it now and not be as mad as I was, but what, the stuff that does make me mad is just 
stuff that I'm not going to say right now, Q, but you know, and I know that we want this 100%, man. And just like that last caller just said, if we lose by giving it everything we got, because you can't win them all. But when you lose by playing your heart out and you just don't win that day, that's okay. Pick it on stretch and let's fight another day. But to see what IP's doing right now, there ain't no way you want to tell me that them boys out in my room on my phone ready to rock and roll. I, I got. I, I can't hear you now. Your phone got too distorted, dude. Sorry. Um, I don't know what, what your phone's been distorted a little bit lately. So uh, yeah, at the end when you start getting louder, man, I couldn't hear what you're under, you're saying. So that turned into Charlie Brown Radio. I don't want to do that. Raider Reggie, you're up next. What's on your mind? What's What's going on, man? You, hey, passionate Raider, I got you, man. I feel the passion, but I'm hoping the same thing gonna happen to me because these phones been very lately. But let me say this. The one thing about what Coach Pierce, what he just said, the last bite you you played about having that passion and the love for the game, that's all you you want to see it play out, not talked about. I I don't like when somebody talks all this yap yip yap, and then in in live and in color, it's it's ten percent of that. You know what right, I mean? Right. But one of the things I would compare it to is I was born and raised in Chicago, and I moved to Oakland. And when I moved to Oakland, mind you, I'm the last boy of six, and I have two sisters older than me, so I was the youngest. But I was one of the meanest. Like, I had an attitude. And when I got to Oakland, my whole thing was I'm not trying to start nothing. But if somebody starts something with my family, I'm going to be the one to step in and handle it. And that's kind of how I wish all the Raiders would be. Like, play your role, do your job, but come out there like Max Crosby comes out there. Come out and give 100%. And if you lose with that, at least you gave your all. That's all I want. Commitment to excellence. You have to be committed. Let's go, Raider Nation. We got this. Raiders. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. We'll keep the party rolling real quick. How about Robert? Robert, you're up next. What's on your mind? Thank you. Now, you too. You and me remember. Uh, in 16, Christmas Christmas Eve, yep. going into that parking lot yep. for that big game against Indy. Yep. Remember that? Yeah, Christmas I do. Eve? Yep, like okay. it was yesterday. So I'm going to describe it for your listeners. The flags were flowing in the parking lot. I got Raider flags. Everybody was on top of the world. That's what we need. Swagger. Swagger existed that season. JDR had it going. Carr was really, really special that year. And then Donald Penn missed missed that block, and we all know what's happened since that. But what I'm trying to describe is the swagger. When I went into Qualcomm in the Super Bowl, I was all, I mean, it was post 9-11. It was big time. We all were happy. Then the secret started in the line as we all had to stand in lines because you couldn't park in that parking lot that year. I had my son with me and the Robins uh, thing came out in the parking lot before the game. Everybody was really shook up because we loved Barrett and you can ask Lincoln. It was really, really, I think we would have beaten Tampa Bay. They were, they were a great defense, but we were special on offense. 
we had swagger. We weren't afraid. That's the biggest thing, Q. We weren't afraid. The players weren't, you know, afraid to make a mistake because they knew they could make it up later in the game. Woodson, he made a couple of mistakes early in that game against Tampa Bay. We were still there. Santana was playing before that game. Everybody had that excitement, swagger. If that's what Pierce can bring back, that's the key. If you don't have that swagger, that Raider swagger that we had in that parking lot on Christmas Eve in 2016, I haven't seen it since. All right. Hey, thanks for the call. It's great to hear from you, Robert. And, yeah, I remember that. I was there. Mama Q was there. Little Q and Little Q were all there watching that game. We all know how it shook out after uh, the Raiders got out to that big, huge lead over the Colts. And, uh, yeah, again, we all know how it ended uh, leaving the stadium. We were all really quiet, but there was a lot of swagger in the air, that's for sure. I remember being on 95-7 the game the night before uh, with Zachariah, and we were talking about that swagger, and it was something that was really Really special. One quick text off the don'tbebroke.com text line that we'll take a break all day. Raider A said, thank God I'm, uh, I'm PG because on the holidays we never have the problem with leftovers. Uh, I'll see you at the stadium Sunday, my brother. I have to get a whiff of this new fresh air in the nation in person. I want this team to be known as the rebirth of the Raider way. That's from all day Raider A. 225 is the time when we come back. Vic Tafer will join the show to talk about his piece on Antonio Pierce going from undrafted to a Super Bowl champ to now an interim head coach with the Silver and Black. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Brought to you by Paul Padala. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. This podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness on LVSportsNetwork.com is brought to you by Porta Subs. Make sure you check out Porta Subs' six-foot party trays. They're perfect for game days. You'll get your choice of three made-to-order classic subs made with premium meats and cheese on your choice of fresh-baked bread, loaded with fresh veggies, toppings, and sauces. Game day six-foot trays serve 12 to 16 people, so you can sit back and enjoy the game. Available at all Las Vegas area Porta Subs, neighborhood sandwich shops, order ahead at portasubs.com. They all come back to the same storyline. You insert a new name and a new character, and it's always the same. Somebody from a big city goes to a small city. Someone hates Christmas. Someone loves Christmas. Someone's heart is broken. Someone's heart is full. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Someone falls in love in the big city and decides they're going to move to the small city for love and Christmas and family. And they have a white picket fence and a dog. On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. I see what this theme is from Jared. He's trying to roll with the Hallmark movies, and it's November 8th. That is ridiculous. That's what happens when I go on a rant about how terrible those movies are, but that's what it is. This is Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Got my man Vic Tafer from The Athletic. He's joining us on the phone lines now. Vic, are you a Hallmark movie type guy? I'm not 70, so no, I'm not. <laughs> I respect the hell out of that. The wife loves her some damn Hallmark movies, man. She starts watching them back at, like, Halloween, and I don't understand why. There's no reason for that, but, you know, it is what it is. So I went on a rant yesterday about it. Now Jared's made it, making me so I don't forget about it. Uh, I can't also forget about the energy that was in the building at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday with the Raiders getting the victory over the Giants. Uh, just what did you think about the – Felt like a, a a dark cloud had been lifted off the organization, and more importantly, I think the fan base. 
Yeah, it was, uh, that's the way it's supposed to feel, I guess, at the home game. I mean, uh, definitely the fans are fired up, the players are fired up, and it just goes to show you when uh, you know, the other coach who um, wasn't quite uh, capturing the energy, kind of giving them the right motivation, and now they have a guy that can. It's a huge difference. Yeah, it's a big-time difference. And you and Tashawn put together a piece on The Athletic, how Antonio Pierce went from undrafted player to Super Bowl champ to Raiders interim, co- interim coach. What, have you, what did you learn about Antonio Pierce when you were putting this together and just in the kind of about the week that we spent with him? I just like there's more than obviously you look at the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the cover of it all. And there's a guy who's a very emotional guy, very, you know, definitely has the, the player's ear for that and knows what they want. But behind that, there's also a guy who knows the X's and knows a guy who succeeded as a player because he knew what teams were going to do and the preparation. And today he even said today, like, you know, the emotion's great for the first week, but I think it gets you wins going forward. You guys to know how to beat teams and carry out your game plan and actually play well. How do you think this team responds this week? I know you're getting ready to go into the locker room in a few minutes. How do you think they respond after having that emotional win? Can they come back and now play sound fundamental football? Yeah, just some confidence there. I think it's not only emotional confidence. I think they, have, they know they have you know, some great players in the offense and some guys in defense who are top guys. So I think they got to keep doing what they were doing. The Jets are a good matchup because they can't score. Their offense is, uh, is pretty bad. The defense is great. Yeah. It's probably a, a good game, but uh, definitely is a kind of a team you can't beat for a second week. Vic Taper from The Athletic is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. How much of an adjustment do you think the Raiders will have to make offensively now that there's some film on what Bo Hardegree does as a play caller? Yeah, I think we have the key thing is the running game. We saw last week it worked. There wasn't a real big reason why. Just you know, All you heard was all we had a more physical you know, approach. We kind of got helmet on helmet, kind of a assert our will, which is not really a X and O's thing. So that's the case. We got to see more of this week. And that running game has to get going again to have the, you know, the passing game have a chance to make some plays. Do you think that the offensive line was a little bit more inspired as well? Because they kept O'Connell clean against the Giants, and you know they bring a lot of pressure with Wink Martindale and company. They played well. I also I mean, uh, it was a really that game. I, I really um, I wasn't thinking the Giants defense would give them more trouble because of the blitzes and kind of a Mick Martin does a pretty good coordinator, but I was surprised by they kind of didn't stack the box most teams have done this year. So I'm curious what, what the Jets will do. They have a very good defensive front, so a huge test for the Raiders on the line. Yeah, the Jets have defensive players all over that field, man. They are really good. How much growth did you see from Aiden O'Connell when he played the Chargers to when he played the Giants on Sunday? Yeah, he looked much different. He looked uh, relaxed. I think he always had some of the deploys, and he made some good throws in both games. But there were fewer mistakes this game. I think he definitely uh, seemed to kind of uh, check things down a little, a little clear and kind of knew what he wanted to do. And the one play we audible to Devontae was a big play, and the throw with Tucker was a nice throw. So definitely he showed that he can get the job done. Does it still feel like they need to find a way to get Devontae involved earlier, even than they did on Sunday? I think so, but again, to me, it's all the running game. If they get the running game going, then that'll be there. They got him going. They was in the third quarter last week, and you know Myers had a big opening. So yeah, there's enough uh, players in this offense where every guy should have a chance to make plays. Not just Devontae if the running game uh, gets going. Yeah, no doubt. Again, Vic Tabor from The Athletic is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Uh, the Jets' offensive line looks pretty suspect. They just gave up eight sacks to the Chargers. The Raiders are coming off an eight-sack performance. Um, how much do you think Max Crosby may be licking his chops for this game on Sunday night? I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I mean, uh, he can't be stopped. There's one play I think I saw last week where he was triple teams. So he still got through. So it's pretty amazing what he does every week, just the effort. Not, we all talk about he never gets off the field. and. Just always going at it, and just, uh, it's pretty remarkable. And definitely, I think he kind of leads by example. So, you know, the guys played well last week, the D linemen. So, 
Hopefully that continues this week. You know, Vinny pointed out in the presser that, uh, you know, about how many snaps Robert Spillane had played, and uh, he's actually played more snaps than, than Max Crosby has. What have you seen from Spillane so far as a, as a Raider since through nine games? Well, we all knew about the toughness. I mean, Coach today mentioned he broke his hand and still played against the Lions and came back and played last week, which is pretty remarkable. But I think the pass coverage has been better than we all thought it was going to be. I think we all saw him as a kind of a you know, downhill kind of guy against a run game, but maybe a liability in the passing game, but he hasn't been. He clearly has responded to this uh, opportunity here, and he wants to be you know, a full-time guy, and he has become one. How do the Raiders defensively get better at, at stopping the run? Because they have a, a hell of a runner in Brees Hall coming into town on Sunday. You know, bodies, they have a good rotation now up front. I think they brought in Nesta last week to get some plays in the bookie. So, so I think we just get those guys up front, rotate it, keep them fresh, and hopefully get that, uh, that middle clogged up. Yeah, they're going to need it. They really are because they're definitely going to lean on the run game. Their passing game isn't really too hot right now with Zach Wilson, but they're going to lean on that that running game. And, you know, is this something that you feel like what you saw on Sunday, is this sustainable? Is this something that Coach Pierce can help run off a few victories for the Raiders? That's a great question. I don't know the answer. I think you, you hope it would be, but, again, they're going against a guy in Tommy DeVito who's not very good. So there's no real yeah. threat uh, in terms of that. But, um, again, this week, again, Zach Wilson not very good. So, I think just kind of stack these wins up and get some confidence going. When you face the real good guys, we'll see what happens. Vic Tafer is our guest from The Athletic here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Uh, it feels like Antonio Pierce has that blue-collar approach, that lunch pail approach. He mentioned that in the presser earlier today. Is that, in your mind, the kind of guy that the Raiders really need leading the charge, just that blue-collar approach type guy? Yeah, I think that yeah, blue-collar, white-collar, the main thing is players want to feel like, you know, that he respects them, he cares what they think, and he kind of cares about them. I'm not sure that was there with McDaniels. I think that kind of goes both ways. And they want to play hard for him and show him that they're worth that respect. So I think a uh, nice connection so far. We'll see if it uh, can continue. We had Hardcore Raider hit us up and asked me to ask you about the excitement, if you could compare the excitement in the Raider Nation right now to when John Gruden got hired. Is there some comparisons? Is it close? Is it more than? What do you feel about the, the two hirings? I guess it's close, man, because I guess we're, there was such a low. Everybody hit the down so much yet. <laughs> You know, fans with the signs going to market the Aces Parade. And, I mean, it was real bad. So I think just the, the fact that you got fired, you hire a guy who says, you know, he's a Raider fan growing up. Raider fans love that. They win. So now places, people are going crazy, which is it's kind of cool. So, yeah, I think it's very high right now. And if they win this weekend, they'll all they'll get higher. Are you going to go out and get you a 6'4 Impala like uh, Antonio Pierce is, is rocking? <laughs> I wish, man. I wish I could afford that. But today's someday. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dream. <laughs> I'll have that same car. All right. Well, before we let you go, man, what are you working on for, with the in the athletic that we should be able to look out for? It's a good question. Working on some more Pierce stuff. Working on stuff with Champ Kelly, and also about the, uh, the offense. Yeah, Bo Hart, Bo Hart agreed. A nice debut. And what's up this week next? All right. Well, when you get into the locker room, man, get that basketball. Put the ball through the hoop, man. You're a, you're a tall dude, man. You should be able to put that thing in pretty easily. I'll try and do that. Yeah, I won't get uh, get thrown out, but we'll, we'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right, Vic. Thanks so much, brother. <laughs> All right, my man. Vic Tafer from The Athletic right there. Again, his piece that he put out uh, in, in The Athletic with uh, Tashawn Reed, how Antonio Pierce went from undrafted player to Super Bowl champ to Raiders interim coach. And, uh, again, it's just it's a, it's a feel-good story. Uh, he's a really good – 
you know, obviously motivator. He's got the team pretty fired up, you know, and it worked really well in week one. And, and as he mentioned, you know, you can't keep riding emotions because emotions are going to run out. So at some point you've got to be able to, you know, get the guys in the, in the spot that they need to be. You've got to get them fired up. You've got to get them out there uh, playing and clicking on all cylinders. I mean, there's got to be a lot of work that goes into it. And I think that he's got the ability to do it especially with the guys he's got around him, the coaches and the players. Uh, they just got to go out there and execute it, and they got to make that happen. Many thanks to Vic for uh, giving us a few minutes of his time as he's getting ready to go into the Raiders locker room. They'll have that availability, and I'm sure Vinny will send some sound over from the locker room uh, if he's able to get some good stuff uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Speaking of minutes, 2.39 is the time. Let's go ahead and go out to the phone lines real quick. We've got a few more minutes. Let's go ahead and uh, let's talk to, uh, who is it, Raider Hobby? Is he up next? Who's up next? Yeah, what's up, Q? What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, no, just uh, to answer your question, I think that finally, as 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 Raider fans, right, we got somebody, um, even in the owner, he's been reflecting that lately, and then obviously with the new hires, that match, and our organization as a whole, that match our energy and our passion, man. Like, we get up for games, right? As fans, like, we tailgate, we pregame. During the game, we go hard. Like, I'm watching the game. You would think I'm in the game, right? Yeah. And then if we win, it's a, it's a party, right? If we lose, it's a different story. But, like, now... We, we see them matching that, and that's all we've wanted since, man, I've been a Raider fan since, like, 98 when, when Gruden, you know, his first stint, yeah. and that's that's the energy they, they threw out there, man, every game, and you got excited for that. And then after that, you know, a bunch of change and stuff, and we hadn't had that in forever. It's just a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, you got these high-motor guys there as, as players, and now the coaches are feeding off of it and vice versa. It's just, it's exciting. And I know it was only one game, and I know it was the Giants. People like to say that, right? But it's... Uh, you you might they might be setting a culture right a renewed culture that that's sustainable hopefully i mean that energy and attitude can can only bring confidence and i think that's going to breed consistency and that's as raider fans man as passionate raider fans that we are that's how we've been wanting for all these years i like it i like it good stuff man good stuff good call and yeah i mean that's the thing really they've got to just take it one week at a time and you know you can't get upset at, at who you beat the the giants were on the schedule next they play the giants and they beat them and now they got the Jets, and the schedule is going to continue to get easy. I mean, tougher. But with that being said, you just take it one week at a time, and you see how everything shakes out, and that's all you can do. Um, again, I love the energy that Antonio Pierce has. Uh, he's a guy that I'll root for his success. I'll root for Champ Kelly's success, right? I mean, Bo Hart agree. I, I like what I saw from him in, in week one. I just want to see how it continues to evolve, especially now that there's film. That's the one thing that you've got to remember. There's film now on Hardegree, the play caller. There's film on, on Aiden O'Connell, uh, start number two, what he looks like with the Hardegree. There's film on how Josh Jacobs runs well, right? More, more film on what he does really well now that everyone knows that, hey, there was a kind of a game plan going to him, talking to him, talking to multiple players on what they want to focus in on. So how do they react? How do they adjust? Right And, oh, by the way, you've got a team with a real stingy defense coming into Allegiant Stadium. I uh, mentioned Hardcore Raider earlier. Let's hear from him. Hardcore, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, Q. Uh, hold on. Oh, all right. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Sorry, I had to pause my Hallmark channel. Uh, have ha! in here. So. There you go. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, man. You know, we have these slogans in our, in our organization, right? It's just win, baby. Commitment to excellence. And, and they've gotten to a point where it's just some, like, cool T-shirt to wear. But if you break down each of those things of what it means to commit to be excellent or the will to win, uh, just win, baby, there's a lot more in depth that goes in to make those things happen. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's a short-term answer for a lot of hard work, essentially. So with the Raiders, you know, you're talking about someone falling in love, someone's like heart getting broke, uh, the big city. 
It's literally like a repeat of the Raiders organization, uh, and every season that we've had has been like one, you know, sad slash happy Hallmark movie. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm tired of being the Raiders. We're, we're the get-right team, right, where people have us checked off as an automatic win. I want people to come into our stadium. They know they're going to get punched in the mouth. They're going to they're, Even if we lose that game, that their bodies are going to feel it. They aren't even going to play the next week because we played them so hard. So what I'm saying that the Raiders and what we need to do, we need to get back to the real commitment to excellence. And by that, I'm talking about punching people in the mouth. And we go out, we finish games, and we give it everything we got. And people are afraid to come into our stadium, come into our house. And we get to a point where people no longer want to play the Raiders, and we aren't the get-right team. I like it. Good stuff, Hardcore. Good stuff. Appreciate you. And, yeah, this, this Hallmark team, I can't get away from it, clearly. Thank you, Jared. Thank you for three hours of what I got to hear as Hallmark movies. Um, from the don'tbebroke.com text line, Raider Dadbot said, I want the outside world to say, damn, there's a team that doesn't care about who's on the other side of the field. They're ready to play all four quarters and have finally stopped playing with their food. Beating the teams they're supposed to beat and giving 110% every single time. I'm ready for Hard Knocks Hallmark Raiders special. How about you, Q? That's Raider Dad Bod. They just don't stop. They just don't stop. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, that, 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 that whole everything until you got to the Hard Knocks Hallmark part was great. It was fantastic, right? You know, again, and you shouldn't worry about the team across from you. You should let us worry about the team across from you. Like, let Raider Nation worry about the team that you're playing. Let us talk about and break down and have guests on that tells you what the team is about. But it should never really be about them. It should always be about you. And knowing that, damn it, when you step on the field, you're the baddest mother effer out there. Right? I mean, that's simple. That's what your mindset should be. Like, Max Crosby don't care what offensive lineman he's going up against. He doesn't. He feels like he's the best dude out there on the field. He doesn't care, like, when they went to play in Detroit and the conversation in the locker room was like, hey, you got Aiden Hutchinson across from you. Uh, you know, are you going to have a better game or is it a little bit more competitive? He's like, I don't play when that dude's on the field. I don't care. Like, I'm just going out there to do my job and go out there and wreck shop. And that's exactly how you got to be. And that's the mentality. In, in your mind, you have to, at all times, if you're going to be the best of the best, you have to believe that you're exactly that. When you step on that field, when you step on that court, when you get behind the mic, whatever, whatever you do professionally, if you want to be the best of the best, you've got to believe that you're the best of the best. I tell people all the time, if you don't believe it, nobody else will. If you don't go out there like Denzel Perryman, the one thing I loved about Denzel Perryman, we all knew that he had issues, there were struggles that he had when it came to, you know, stopping the, you know, go, like dropping back in coverage. He had issues there, I get that. But he didn't act like he did. He went out there like he was the baddest dude alive. Right, he just and you knew he was there. You heard him. You felt him. You seen that again. That kind of swagger that uh, Antonio Pierce has. Right, Antonio Pierce. He knows he's not the best head coach in the NFL, interim head coach in the NFL, whatever you want to say. But he ain't gonna stand up there at the podium when he talks to us and act like he gonna he gonna go out there and hey, I'm I'm gonna do what I do, and then the rest is gonna we're gonna be happy with how the chips fall because the one thing we know is that they'll be fully prepared. And that goes back to what he said when I asked him, what do you want this team to be known as and known for? What do you want that message to be? 2.46 at the time. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I see you, Gangster Raider. We'll get to you plus a couple more texts. This is Rare Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Going to get our first look at the Jets coming up at the top of the hour. Dan Leberfeld. Jets Confidential will join the show. We'll talk about the quarterback position, the defense, the really good defense, the struggles with the offensive line, the run game, 
Lots to get to when it comes to the Jets. Dan Leberfeld, Jets Confidential, will join us at the top of the hour. Right now, let's go out to the phone lines at 702-365-9200. Let's get a, a guy on that a lot of folks have been calling and asking me about and texting me about and got plenty of questions about his son's upcoming birthday, and that's Gangster Raider. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? What's happening, man? Um, About that, I got Uh-oh. some bad news. Uh-oh. The birthday boy is sick and his brother. We're supposed to be going out there today, so the little celebration is going to have to be postponed. But I still want y'all to show up anyway if y'all was planning on going and still had a little celebration. But the birthday boy, I think he got COVID, so we're oh, getting no. tested now. Him and his brother, the one who turned 21 last year, yep. uh, who we did it for, they both sick. So hopefully they don't have COVID. But um looks like we're going to have to postpone the celebration. And if they feel better, we still might be able to make it to the Jets game on Sunday. But it depends. If they have COVID, then it's the uh, wrap. And um, what I've been, what I've been wrong, Q. If I'd have still came without him, because <laughs> I start, I started to, because you know, I, I, it's, a, it's a couple of things I can't get refunds on right. or whatever. So I started to just come anyway. But I was like, nah. What kind of father would I be leaving my son on his twenty first birthday and going to Vegas without him? So I just couldn't do it. Yeah. But um, if y'all still want to show up, I um, and um, if Vegas Jess, I don't know if he was gonna go or not. But it could still be a celebration for him passing his um, license or whatever. But to answer your question about what I want people to know about the Raiders is that we do things the hard way, and when you tell us we can't do something, we do it. Look at Al Davis. When they told him he couldn't move to L.A., he just laughed and said, oh, I can't? Watch this. He moved to L.A., sued the league, won, did what he had to do. That's Raider right there. Look at Antonio Pierce. He wasn't drafted. He didn't get to walk across that stage. He didn't get to hug the commissioner. But did that stop him? Look where he at now. Head coach of the greatest organization in professional sports, the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Who was the only team to win a Super Bowl as a wild card? The Raiders. You know what I'm saying? That's that Raider-ish. That's how we do. You tell us we can't do something, we prove you wrong. You know what I'm saying? You tell us we can't go somewhere, we smack you in your mouth, kick the door in, and we go. That's Raider. You tell me I can't do something. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you an example. I, w- I was in junior college at Southwest, L.A. Southwest College taking summer school because I had to take a speech class. On the first day of class, the teacher going to announce, I don't give A's in this class because I find that students at the, who go to this school or on this level do not do grade A work. I stood up in class on the first day. I said, I'm going to earn an A in this class, and you're going to give me an A because I do A work. And she laughed and whatever, but guess what? She ended up giving me an A in that class because I'm a Raider. You know what I'm saying? You tell us we can't do something, that's what we're going to do. That's what Raider Nation is about. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody, that's what I want Raiders to know about us. And just like this year, everybody think we can't make it to the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl is in 96 days in – I mean, 95 days, excuse me, 95 days in Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? I still think we can get there and represent it. You know what I'm saying? If we get there, that's the most Raider thing you can do. Let me get one. Raiders! And um, celebrate for the birthday boy anyway, even though I'll probably let you know tomorrow night if he got COVID or not. But I don't think so. And if he don't, I'll see y'all on Sunday. Keep All it right. gangster, y'all. I'm gone. There he goes, gangster Raider. hate to hear that, uh, you know, your, your boys are sick. But, uh, yeah, you got to make sure you take care of them first and foremost, no doubt about that. Uh, but you're right about the, the Raider way, and you're right about, you know, telling telling folks that you can't do something or telling them that they can't do it or the, the way that they're going to do it or they have to do it a certain way and saying, nah, you know what, 
We're going to pass. We'll do it our way, right? I mean, that's that's the truth of the matter. There's no doubting that at all. Really good stuff right there. My man Vegas just did say he was going to go to the party as well, so uh, there's that. Coming up next, Dan Leberfeld, Jets Confidential. We'll talk all things J-E-T-S Jets on Red Nation Radio 920. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness here on LVSportsNetwork.com, brought to you by Porta Subs.